Radio eleven oh three here in uh, New Zealand, and I imagine it's a beautiful day on the Gold Coast, where uh, Mr. Kevin Hickland uh, sits at the moment and about to talk to us because it has been a successful trip uh, for the Kiwi Bowlers at the World Bowls Championship, spearheaded by an historic gold in the World Women's Singles for Taylor Bruce, twenty eight year old, uh, can had beaten Kelly uh, Merikahan and Merikahan. Uh, 22-18 to become the third New Zealander to win the title after Elsie Wilkie back in 1973 and 1977. I remember Elsie well. And, of course, Val Smith in 2008. Heading into uh, week two, we've had uh, men's singles, men's fours, women's pairs and women's triples all to come and uh, look forward for more success. So good morning to uh, Kevin. I imagine it's a cloudless day over there, is it? <laughs> yes, good morning Ian, and you're absolutely correct in your uh, presumptuous weather forecast, uh, heading today for 28 degrees uh, on the Gold Coast, uh, we had a wee bit of rain yesterday, but the blue skies around uh, the Gold Coast today has greeted us for the start of the men's singles and men's fours, and the women's triples and women's pairs, so... A momentous weekend, actually, of course, with Taylor Bruce's gold medal and our para women combination to Julia O'Connell and uh, Terry Blackburn winning gold as well in the pairs. But what an absolutely outstanding performance uh, the other day at Helensvale uh, by the young Burnside player who got introduced to the game by uh, her parents when she went along as a young 13-year-old to watch the World Championships being played at Burnside in Christchurch. She became the fan of watching Kelsey Cottrell, who then was 18, the Australian player, and here she is now after deciding to take the sport up as a youngster still at school. She also is the World Champion of Champion singles player as well, and now the World Bowls Champion. So, yeah, what a great CV for the young 28-year-old from Burnside. Absolutely fantastic story um, and some pretty tight contests as well. Uh, how, how has she reacted to it and getting back, her feet back on the ground basically because she's still involved? Yeah, I've just been talking, I've just in fact been talking to her. She's playing out on the green right behind me here uh, at uh, Port Beach. They're playing the triple. She's playing number two in the triples for uh, Val Smith. And uh, they're up against the Cook Islands. Had a quick chat to her this morning before play got underway. And uh, she's all set to go and uh, just looking to see whether New Zealand can secure uh, more silverware over the coming week. So, okay, so what did you make of the other performances uh, in week one? Well, if I look at the, uh, unfortunately, if I look at the men's peers, you know, I would say that they missed out by three shots of being in the middle contention. They were holding the show, they were playing the island, the Gary Kelly skip side, who went on to win the singles, and uh, they, lo and behold, were holding good shots on the head, holding about three on the head. Gary Kelly drove, the jack ricocheted off uh, something, came right back down the green. Uh, I, I was there at the time. I didn't think that it was up at a regulation distance. The umpires came out. Uh, they put the tape on it to see how far the jack was up, and uh, it was up the minimum required. And lo and behold, New Zealand dropped a three. And, of course, the final result against Ireland in that uh, all-important match was three shots. So if they'd held on to those at that back end of the game, then they would have been playing in middle contention. And really, the fours as well, uh, the triples as well, men's triples, they had two unlucky ends uh, against Ireland, which
which really put them out of uh, post-section play. But, you know, we were only, you could say, literally centimetres away of both the men's triples and uh, the, men's, uh, the, 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 the men's singles going through, as, or the single just so, the men's pairs. And, of course, we also won a bronze medal as well in, in the uh, women's fours, the Caitlin and Skip side. They won a bronze medal as well. So, really, from a New Zealand point of view, although two of the men's combinations didn't get to the medal rounds, you know, all in round, all in all, uh, in a pretty good first week. Right. Okay. Let's uh, look. Um, we also had success just by the by too, and uh, para event as well, uh, which was a great innovation. Sending a couple of teams over there. Yes, Terry Connor, uh, Terry uh, from the the, the Waikato. Uh, she was uh, teamed up with Julie O'Connor. Well, uh, Terry Blackburn, of course, who skipped that side of very, very well-known in, indoor bowler, played superbly well, and they beat in the uh, final. They actually beat the Commonwealth Games para combination, the Scottish combination, uh, to win gold medal for New Zealand. But we've still got look. We've got high hopes. I think the New Zealand women's pairs who are not playing here this morning, but at, at Musgrove Hill, they're, uh, they're at Musgrove playing. Papua New Guinea, Ireland and Nui. That's a combination of Caitlin Inch and Selena Goddard. I'm picking they'll go pretty good. Out on the back green here, we've got the triples combination of, of uh, Jen, Jen Paulson, Ann Paulson, Tyler Bruce and Val Smith. Uh, also out in front of us here, one of the greens here, is uh, Andrew Kelly in the men's singles. He's playing the Philippines. And right now, right in front of me and leading, I can tell you, is the men's triples. That's the side of men's fours of Tony Grantham, Chris DeLeave, uh, Lance Pascoe of uh, Canterbury, and Sheldon Begley Halley. And they're leading Switzerland uh, early on in their match. So... Let's hope that we uh, start off well today in this first re- first round of a section play in, and we can build up to those medals uh, later later in the week. And, and conditions, um, you know, obviously the greens have been uh, acceptable to uh, most of our bowlers. Have you had any comment from uh, perhaps any other countries uh, about the greens and the, the speed of the greens? Yeah, yeah, I have had some comments from some of the countries in that they're a bit quicker than what they're customary used to, but, you know, they've got these greens here running superbly well. And you know what it's like with cricket, uh, Ian, you know, you play on different pitches, you play on different greens, and at the international level, it's about adaption to those conditions. It was a, it was a down day yesterday, a rest day, but no doubt a number of the sides were having a, having a practice yesterday. The greens are absolutely immaculate. The five venues that they're using right around the Gold Coast, uh, all of those venues are just first class, so uh, there's no excuses relevant to the, uh, the greens that they're playing on. They're just finely manicured uh, greens running at fantastic speeds and in fact Helensvale the other day in the finals got up to be running at around about 19 seconds so uh, you know that's up to New Zealand speeds so really the conditions are fantastic, the weather's good well we're first time ever uh, well we had two things that of course happened here, we've had uh, lightning, I've never seen uh, bowls stop before for lightning and of course we also had Andrew Kelly which has been uh, headline news over here who tackled the thief from across the road who had broken into a bottle store across the road here, Broad Beach, ran across the green here, and uh, Andrew Kelly uh, put a true Hurricanes tackle on him and buried him uh, down onto the deck until uh, the police arrived, charged him, and uh, and took him away. I have never, I had not been across the story. Uh, just to fill us yeah. in a wee bit more, I, honestly, I, I, I had not uh, been aware of this. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, that's, this, to me, absolutely fascinating. 
But we were sitting in the sunshine here, I think it was Friday, uh, Friday afternoon here at Broad Beach, and all of a sudden there's a bit of police disturbance or noise around us, and a couple of sirens going, the next thing, within a couple of feet of me actually, uh, this guy ran through the gate and uh, ran through, right across the green uh, where the men's pairs were being played. Uh, Andrew Kelly, the New Zealand skip, was up at the clubhouse end uh, and little did the guy know, the offender know, that Andrew is a martial arts expert in Christchurch and uh, Andrew <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, Andrew screamed across the, the, uh, the green, tackled him just below the hip, buried him onto the green and by this time the police arrived, pinned him down, handcuffed him and uh, took the uh, this the, the, the burger away, but in fact, just this morning, on, it was on uh, back on seven o'clock on set channel seven on the Sunrise program. Uh, it, was, it was on that, and it's been on a number of platforms uh, around the New Zealand and Australia. But yes, Andrew Kelly apprehended the, the burglar uh, here on the greens at the World Championships. Brilliant. That is absolutely a fascinating story. I love it. Has it been socially, has it, has it been a, a really well, I mean, it's a lovely place to spend time anyway, but socially it's been oh, a good it, uh, week or so? Oh, it, 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 absolutely. And, you know, we come back to these events, you know, you, you, when you've been in the bowl scene, like any, any sporting scene, you've been around a while, you know, you catch up with players of the past that you met up with or played against or whatever. Uh, there's uh, past internationals from all around the world. Uh, at the finals the other day at Helensvale on the stand, there was a really, really great contingent of Kiwis there uh, following Tata Bruce. There's a, big, there's a big number of Kiwis, in fact, who have made their way across uh, to enjoy the championships and enjoy the hospitality that, that uh, the Gold Coast offers. But, um, yeah, it's great to uh, reminisce, catch up with people, have, uh, have a cold cup of tea throughout, throughout uh, just to uh, reminisce on that. And to see what's happening and developing. You know, 44 countries uh, is a great, mm. you know, huge advancement. When I think of back in 2008, uh, when we had the World Championships in Christchurch for the first time, I think there were something like 28 countries. I think that was the number. Uh, we're now at 44. And the good thing is we're seeing some of the, what we might term, lesser nations, African nations, who really, especially the African nations, who are really uh, stamping their marks here. They're not in the middle contention at this point in time, but they certainly uh, are more than competitive uh, in, the, in the international arena. And that's, that's, all, good for, that's all good for the sport. You know, to have a world championship end where you've got 44 uh, sides competing. Uh, I don't think there'll be many sports where you've got 44 countries lined up. Okay, that's fantastic. Uh, Kevin, thanks uh, for uh, your update on that, and we'll uh, hopefully catch up with you uh, with some even more positive news l- later on in the week. And give our regards to uh, Andrew Kelly. He's uh, one of our MVPs this week already. <laughs> thanks very much, Ian, and all the best. Thanks for yeah. your time. Yeah, yeah cheers, uh, Kevin Hickland. Uh, greatest job in sport at the moment on the Gold Coast watching bowls. How cool. Absolutely, Louis. Yes. Yes, Andrew Kelly. Have you just sent me a little it. bit of... Uh, yeah, it's staggering. <laughs> just live with this guy. I've just watched it. He's chased this... He's, we've been talking about teenagers down at Southland Boys High. Well, they're doing the right thing and, and staying in school and winning rugby comps. Well, there's a, there's a teenage shoplifter here. And we'll just wait till Brian gives us the thumbs up. We might be able to play it directly off YouTube, Brian. Um, but I should play it because Seven News has done a, a full story and they've got quotes from Andrew Kelly and everything, which is it's kind of brilliant, to be honest. Well, he's taken him out. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's uh, had to run about 10, 15 metres to get him, but he just, I mean, that's just the, I guess, the natural Kiwi instinct, isn't it? Just to 
you see some bloke there and uh, you line him up and you think, well, he's probably a, a, he's probably at a, a height or a, a build that I can perhaps uh, dominate, <laughs> and they just nailed him. He goes across. He got it. Okay, Brian, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's head across and, and just hear uh, Australia's version of this. A desperate dash, cut short, Andrew Kelly chasing down, then tackling a 16-year-old thief on the run. <laughs> no one else uh, wanted to do anything. Everyone was sort of waiting for someone else to do something. So I guess I uh, took it upon myself to, yeah, get into the action. Play paused in the men's pairs semi-final World Bowls Championships as a New Zealand international turned lawn bowls into a contact sport. By the time the cop uh, got on top, I felt his job done, so relinquished of my post, I could head back to the game. Police had been hunting the teenager after reported theft in Surfers Paradise. A motorbike officer chased him to the field, but it was the lawn bowl champion who did all the hard work. Everyone thinks bowlers are in their 70s and 80s, so he would have been surprised to see some young bloke running down and give him a crash tackle. Police say the teen had been carrying two large hunting knives, but Andrew didn't mind. After the citizen's arrest, he went straight back to the bowls action. By the time my next bowl rolled around, yeah, the adrenaline and whatnot had died down. The 16-year-old on the receiving end of that big hit has been charged with stealing, possession of a knife in a public place and obstructing police. Andrew heading back to New Zealand with a unique highlight reel. On the Gold Coast, Sam Payne, 7 News. That is uh, one terrific story, Louis. I see you bent over backwards laughing about it. I mean, by the time I got back from my next bowl, uh, all the adrenaline had gone. God, I'd be pumped for about three days. Oh you're, so, you're so right. That's such a Kiwi thing to do. I was looking around. No one was doing anything. So I just went and tackled this guy. I just went and nailed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he had two big knives as well. Oh, God. Uh, exceptionally brave. Exceptionally brave. Well done. Uh, a great story <laughs> to finish off our bowls segment this morning with Kevin Hicklin.